How does it work? When did it begin? Who created it? Why does it happen? These brave men hunt down the answers to these questions and more. They are Fact Hunters. Be sure to check out Fact Hunters coming to a popular streaming app near you. But up next, stay tuned for the latest episode of I'm Not Famous. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I was thinking today about cancel culture. Where do they come from? Who are they? How do they start? Is this something that starts in childhood? Because the funny thing is, is you know they eat their own. Because really, you can't go far enough in the world and not end up offending someone. Let's face it. If you go far and wide enough, you'll offend someone with something you've done or said. That's a fact. I'm sure somewhere in the world, Mother Teresa offended someone. Someone was saying, that bitch still owes me money. I'm sure somewhere, you know, every, every saint has pissed someone off. Uh, I mean, you know, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, come to think of it. He obviously pissed some people off. <clears throat> it didn't end up uh, well for him. They canceled the shit out of Jesus. So, yeah, I don't know who it is that grows up and thinks that they're, they're so righteous that they can do no wrong, that they can judge all others and tell us what horrible sinners we are. <clears throat> I think, like most things, starts when you're young. Sure, childhood shapes who we are very often when we get older. Certainly those formidable teenage years. Every uh, teen movie or TV show would certainly tell you that. But look, art imitates life and sometimes, well, that's true. I mean, even movies and TV, well, before writers turned to shit. But back in the day, you know, they... They usually would take a leaf out of their own book and they would write their experiences, even if it were polarized and exacerbated a bit on the big screen or the small screen. But it was their life experiences that they used to write about. And look, I went to the typical American high school. Yes, if you watch the movie The Breakfast Club, come on, everyone's seen that. And if you haven't, I'm sure you know about it. Yeah, it's a bit sort of cliche there's the the basic archetypes but i still think they exist to this day maybe they just have different names there's the jock there's the nerd there's uh the outcast loser there's a stoner heavy metal guy and there's the princess or the prom queen or the cheerleader and they're embodied in, in those characters and at the end they look they all come together and find out fuck it They've all got the same problems. They're teenagers. And the grass isn't always greener. You know? Never judge someone. Never judge a book by its cover. Especially, you know, if you haven't walked a mile in their shoes. They find out they all have similar problems as, as teenagers going through that social experiment that is high school. Problems at home. Problem with their parents. Problem with the assumptions. Their parents pushing them. You know, and, and so, yeah, so they find that common bond. And look, that's why that's one of those movies, I think, that stands the test of time. Because it has a story that hits home and rings true to a lot of people. Truth is truth. 
So I do think back, though, thinking it was always sort of jocks versus nerds. Who was going to win? And I'll be honest, there seems to be a little bit of that in the world and that I'm not saying the nerds won, but I'm thinking some of the sort of the emos won. And I'm sorry if you were one of those. Again, everybody has different emotional states when they're in high school. They have different levels of confidence. Uh, if you actually have genuine mental health issues, by all means, seek help. See your doctor. Mental health is not a laughing matter. But let's face it, some people, especially when you're a teenager, they're just, they just don't cope that well. And yes, we, we need support. Those people probably needed more support. But again, I'm, I'm talking truth, and sometimes the, the truth hurts. The, the facts don't care about your feelings, all right? They don't. Um, look, that's a Ben Shapiro saying, but it's a good saying. Facts don't care about your feelings. And the facts are, I feel like those sort of teenagers that were in high school and, and they were the, the outcasts or the emos, a lot of them, not all of them, have grown up and they haven't grown out of that. They haven't gained the life experiences to end up a well-balanced person to, to look back and see that going through that was like a rite of passage. We all have to go through something in life. And I think they've grown up, and instead of wanting to join all of us together and have, you know, sensible dialogue to work through things together, I think they all want revenge. I'm going to be honest. And why am I not blaming the jocks? Well, it's funny. Again, you get perspective as you get older, as you look back. At that time, yeah, I suppose I was in yearbook, or I was in on the newspaper, uh, photography, um, TV and video production. These were nerdy things at the time. <clears throat> but what can I see? These are the kind of things that, that I was into. Um, having said that, TV and video production are certainly the norm nowadays. But back then, it was kind of a nerdy class. But from my point of view, I guess I was a bit more balanced in that I had a pretty diverse group of friends. And that really sort of reflected all the different sides of me. Um, what would hang out with some nerd friends, actually had some cool kid friends, had some stoner friends, had some heavy metal friends. Again, not trying to pigeonhole people, but let's face it, especially in the social media world today, everyone gets labeled and they certainly got labeled back then in high school. It hasn't, it's nothing new. 80s, 90s, 2000s, or today, you tend to get put into a, a, a subgroup in high school. But yeah, so just in general, you either were pretty well balanced in high school, maybe you had different friends, you were able to hang out with different people. Maybe you weren't, maybe you weren't able to do that and you just hang out with a certain group. Maybe it was based on socioeconomical status, where you grew up, whether you had money or not, I'll be honest, that was a factor for me too. <laughs> we did not have a lot of money and, you know, your real friends didn't care about that. That's how you knew you had good friends. So, talking about nerds versus jocks. The jocks. You used to think, oh, they're the bad guy. They're the jerk. They just don't care. They don't have feelings. They don't understand what it's like. They don't, they don't have brains. You know... <sighs> A lot of the kids who are in high school, and maybe they just had their shit together. Maybe that's how you have to look at it and realize that. 
Okay, not the ones who were dicks. Some of them were real assholes. But that's different. That's irrespective of if they played a sport or not. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. What can I say? Sometimes you don't grow out of that. But if some of them were doing well in school, by the way, a lot of the jocks were in the same class as I was. If I was in English honors, obviously they were smart enough too. So it's not about that. Happens to be that they were very smart and they were athletic. Look, again, maybe their parents pushed them to that, trying to push them to their failed dreams. That certainly happens a lot. Parents living vicariously through their kids. But maybe they just truly loved and enjoyed the spirit of the sport that they played. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'll be honest, in high school, that's another thing that does bring everyone together. And I'm living in Australia now, but I think every country has that to a degree. But certainly in America, you do see that reflected in the movies a lot. And I'll be honest, if you haven't lived that, that's not sort of a, a, a cliche. That's a real thing, the high school sort of sports um, um, spirit. Whether you're anti-jock or you're not into it, when it comes to Friday night football or something, I'll be honest, the whole school would turn up. And it was always a pretty cool vibe. No matter what you were there to do, just to catch up with friends, maybe you're in band. Yes, sometimes band kids were considered nerds, but guess what? They probably grew up to be rock stars. Remember that too. Uh, everyone came out to just cheer on your team and your school. And school rivalry, rivalry is a huge thing. Um, and not a negative thing. It's just something that brings your school together and, and the camaraderie and the team spirit. And it's great. So it's funny. On, on those nights, sometimes they were pretty magical nights when I think back. Uh, where sort of all those barriers were broken. Now maybe next day in school, you felt like shit again because you were, you felt like you were not the cool kid. And, and if you were the cool kid, hey, maybe you secretly wanted to be in TV production and photography, but you didn't want your cool friends to see. But I guess my point is, is that you go through that, you go through that high school rite of passage, whatever next steps you take, whether it's college or getting a job or whatever it is you do, having a family, Whatever journey you're on, you, you end up, you would assume, with experience as you become an adult and you learn. And then you become, hopefully, a more well-balanced person. Where, yes, you can still have these, these emotions and passions about what you love and what you want to do in your career. And nowadays... Everyone gets to voice their opinion in such an immediate way on social media. Like never before, you used to have to wait till you were at school or, or at least get on the phone or, or talk to your friends at a party and then, and then the whispers and the rumors would get around. Now you just tweet it or you Instagram and boom, it's out there. It's, a, it's already a thing. It's already a meme. But it doesn't change the fact that you should start to learn responsibility and sensibility. And my point to all this is I really think a lot of those teenagers, because that's who they look like, it looks like they never got past that. And I'm, I'm sorry if they didn't have the love and support of a family or a significant other or friends. Again, I know people have been through tough shit, but just, just don't assume that not everybody has been through some tough shit, including the kids 
that you used to think were cool and had it, had it made. You really don't know what was going on in their home, uh, in their home life, uh, the struggles that they were going through. So again, jocks versus nerds. I feel like the nerds sort of won, certainly. That's the, the world we live in now. That's the climate. You know, the Bill Gates, the Facebook, the, the, the nerds won in that respect. But are we better off for it? I'm not quite sure. Sorry, <laughs> being honest. Every movie certainly sells that, though. That um, the underdog, that, that it's always the underdog. Well, okay, underdog is one thing to go through something difficult so that you learn and so that you become a better person. That's one thing. But maybe the people who are already well-balanced, um, maybe they should be in charge because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being successful and being able to, to command a crowd of people, uh, being able to um, solve problems in, in whether it's your life or your job or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we seem to have vilified the jocks in high school, but again, maybe they were just ahead of the curve and they had their shit together. And we were jealous of that. And the ones who couldn't get past it, they're the ones that are out there and they're still just, they're just shitty about it. <laughs> they're pissed off and they're looking for someone to blame. So that's it. That's the culmination of my thoughts about that. That maybe it's not such a good thing that the nerds won. And not the good nerds, more like the, the, the emos or the goths. Remember that? Sorry, again, if you were one, I'm sure you probably grew up to, to be in a band or something. Nothing wrong with that. But maybe you couldn't get past certain things and you stayed introverted and, and upset. And, and now the outlet for you is trying to find everyone else's faults because really you just won't stop and look in the mirror and find your own faults and maybe try to get past those. Maybe you need to try to grow a bit and just try and have a normal conversation. That's the other thing that drives me nuts these days. It seems like the ones who are the loudest in the room, they seem to think they're right just because they can spout rhetoric and it is. It's so annoying when someone just, just says something that's just something they've heard and they just repeat it and they won't listen to what you're saying. They won't stop, nod their head, and then, and then speak, ask a question. You know, it's called a dialogue. And a lot of people really don't get that these days. You've seen them. You've seen them on TikTok and YouTube videos. They just start fucking going off, going off their nut. And again, the, the passion is great. Passion is great. But um, use it responsibly. <laughs> right? With great power comes great responsibility. It's true. So, those are my thoughts. Jocks versus nerds. Not sure if the right people won, but uh, it's not about one side or the other. Hoping for balance. Balance for all. Balance is key. All right. Well, chew on that for a while and let me know what you think. And uh, hope you tune in next time. All right. See ya.